When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. It started with Peggy, someone with Alzheimer's who never knew my name and who I companioned at her nursing home residence for 22 years. Her influence in my life and the values I received from growing up with grandparents living in our home are the guiding forces in my love and advocacy for the Alzheimer's population. I am a newspaper columnist for The Advocate in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and the author of What My Grandchildren Taught Me About Alzheimer's Disease. And now, I'm launching a podcast. Hi, you're listening to Dana Torito, The Memory Whisperer. Join me in these podcasts as we engage in thoughtful conversations about Alzheimer's disease and other dementias. Hi, today I have a pioneer in the field of music therapy, Dr. Conchetta Tomeno. She is both the executive director and co-founder of the Institute for Music and Neurologic Function in Mount Vernon, New York. Internationally known for her research in the clinical applications of music and neurologic rehabilitation, Dr. Tomeno has lectured on music therapy throughout the United States and in Argentina, South Africa, Italy, England, and Canada. A past president of the American Association for Music Therapy, Dr. Tomeno was honored at the United Nations with the Music Therapist for Peace Award of Accomplishment. The Institute for Music and Neurologic Functions groundbreaking and internationally recognized research, education, and training programs use music therapy to assist the awakening and healing of individuals with a wide range of neurological conditions, including strokes, trauma, dementia, Alzheimer's disease, and Parkinson's disease. Well, thank you, Dr. Tomato, for being here today. Tell us a little bit about yourself and how you were drawn to music therapy. Thank you so much for inviting me. Well, my, my background um, and my history to get into music therapy is, is interesting because I was always a science geek. And so since I was little, had really wanted to be a medical doctor. Um, but all throughout my childhood, I took accordion lessons when I was a kid. I still play 
that instrument. Um, and I also took up trumpet when I was in high school. So when I went to college, I was a pre-med student, and that's what I had planned to study. But I also wanted to take trumpet lessons and ended up, in order to do that, the professor said I had to become a music major. So my sophomore year of college, I double majored in science and music and realized at that point I had never really studied classical music and had no background. And the whole world of music I had never heard was opened up to me. I was absolutely addicted. And by my junior year, I didn't know what to do with my life. And and found an article about the emerging field of music therapy and wrote to the wrote to that organization. It was the National Association for Music Therapy. This was back in probably 1974. So it was relatively new? It was the field of music therapy was formally organized in 1950. And so it was still relatively new, only 20 years old and still not many um, academic courses on the East Coast. There was a um, program in Michigan and Kansas and, you know, around the country, but not where I lived in in New York. And so um, I didn't know quite what to do because I felt that this wonderful field could be a way of my merging my passion for music and my passion and desire to work in healthcare. And so I actually, um, one of the teachers uh, and the band I was playing in college heard about a new music therapy degree at, at New York University that had just started and suggested that I go there, and that's exactly what I did. So after graduation, applied for that, and literally within the month of graduation, I was taking my first course in music therapy at NYU. And because of my background in science, sort of interpreted the responses I saw with people that I was working with a little differently that led to this passion for understanding the science of music and and human experience. So what is exactly is music therapy, if you would describe it to our listeners? Sure. So it's important um, for your listeners to know that the field of music therapy is an organized profession. They, uh, the definition of music therapy is using music and the components of music in an um, interactive, interpersonal way with a client to achieve psychological, physiological, um, interpersonal, cognitive, all these kinds of benefits uh, through the use of music. And and it's provided by a board-certified music therapist. So music therapists have an academic degree in music therapy, have had 1,200 hours of supervised clinical training, and then sit for a board exam. So the reason why I mention that is because many times, and all of us use music in a therapeutic way, many times. And so many times you'll, and the press has been really interested in the therapeutic nature of music more so than than ever before. And so many times people will read about music therapy with small m, small t, and it really means all these wonderful therapeutic applications of music that people use, like yourself, you know, um, working with people with dementia, working with loved ones who may have, um, you know, may feel lonely and, and personally to use it as a way of motivating yourself and to um, suit yourself. 
Right. But I'm not a music therapist. I just use right. music. Uh-huh. Right. And all of us, every single person should be able to use music to benefit themselves and their loved ones. So many of us in the field like to provide information and education to others so they know how to use music to their benefit. You talk about using music therapy to assist in the awakening and healing of individuals with neurological conditions. What makes music therapy effective? Well, my work and the institute I I, um, co-founded with neurologist Oliver Sacks, who many people may know from the movie Awakenings and from his best-selling books. So he and I started working together in 1980. And back then, there was still this understanding even in medicine that when somebody had a brain injury, it was a final injury and that recovery was maybe some kind of compensation, but nobody really recovered from a stroke or nobody really recovered speech after a a brain injury. And if you had Parkinson's or if you had a movement disorder, um, you just had to learn to find ways of dealing with it, but you wouldn't improve. And yet my work intensely with um, all of his Dr. Sachs's patients and my patients was that if I use music in a very purposeful way, consistently over time, our patients started to improve. So people who had a stroke and had something called non-fluent aphasia where they couldn't speak a word or a sentence, but yet after singing and practicing um, intoning words, they were able to speak new sentences and phrases and make their needs known. That was unheard of. And that was the awakening. People, yeah. And people who with Parkinson's disease who, you know, couldn't take a few steps across the room could walk without any problem and even without assistance for the whole hallway um, with no trouble if the right rhythm was playing. And what we saw over time was that people were in, were improving telling us that the brain had to change. And so the idea of neuroplasticity was fairly new in the late 70s, early 80s. But now through science, we know it's absolutely true. And that music, because it's processed everywhere in the brain, um, actually recruits all these networks that are shared. So there's networks in the brain that process music, but they also are shared with language and movement and feelings and memory. And through those shared networks, if one of those networks has been damaged for one particular skill, like recalling something or moving, um, there may be an alternate pathway or a shared pathway where music can inform that function to come back or to come back in a way that allows the person more access to that ability. Such like in uh, traumatic brain injuries where they've lost a certain part. That right. Um, that's very true. And I think most people at this point are very familiar with Congresswoman Gabby Giffords' recovery of yes. her speech. Mm-hmm. And she talks very often about the role that mu- her music therapist played in her, in her recovery of her ability to speak. And so even though um, Congresswoman Giffords was working with a, a speech pathologist, she was also working with a music therapist who used sing, who used singing, and used a, a sing-song type of way of intoning phrases that allowed Miss Giffords to be able to speak. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nyx.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's K-N-I-X.com. During the Right Rug Flooring Hello Summer Sale, you'll find savings throughout the store, all backed by the right price guarantee, including carpet with a lifetime stain warranty, only $159 installed with pad. That's right, $159 includes expert installation as soon as tomorrow. Visit rightrug.com, R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com to find a showroom near you or schedule a free in-home shopping appointment. Say hello to summer and save. Right Rug Flooring, right here, right now. So does music therapy carry over in other uh, conditions than neurological conditions? Sure. So actually the applications can, be, can benefit anybody, you know, everyday people, um, you know, to reduce stress and anxiety. Um, there's a lot of wonderful work. I work myself with veterans with PTSD mm-hmm. and using music improvisation as a way of dealing with deep feelings and fears. Um, an amazing amount of research has been done in pain management um, and within the hospital medical systems. There's also a great body of research and clinical work in working with kids with different types of developmental delays, so pre-language um, ability. In fact, one of the interesting things we know now is that children who have language delays actually have poor rhythm perception. And because they can't process patterns of sound, they can't. their brain just doesn't make sense of the spoken word. And so their early intervention is to get them to be able to replicate patterns of sound, either by playing the drum or tapping the hand. And that carries over then to their ability to perceive this pattern of sound we call language as the spoken word. And then they can gradually learn to speak that. So applications are quite broad. Um, And luckily now we have collaborators in science that can help us understand how and why it's so effective. 
So what would be the goals of music therapy for perhaps someone um, with dementia or Alzheimer's disease? Anybody with neurocognitive deficit, especially somebody who's been diagnosed with Alzheimer's, in the early stages, um, many times we can use melody, sort of a musical jingle as a mnemonic device. So if they're forgetting phone numbers, if they're forgetting addresses, if they're forgetting names, we could make a, a, a memory tool to help with holding that. Um, but in the long term, and my doctoral dissertation was for people with the end stages of Alzheimer's disease who at that point had totally lost their recognition of loved ones and sense of where they were. Um, but with those people, autobiographical music, music that represented key moments in their lives was still accessible to them and still brought up those those feelings. So we can use music. And when I say we, I mean the collective field of music therapy and also other people um, can use music that that's personally important to help somebody with dementia feel safe and connected when their world is so disorienting to them. And so those familiar sounds are connected very deeply with um, very strong emotions, very strong associations. They, even though that person can't call to mind what they're feeling, or or we call the name of the song, those feelings and associations can provide a, a sense of comfort and connectedness that is otherwise not available to them. So, in those moments of listening to that song, they feel themselves and feel a connection to who they were and who they are. And so we can use that very effectively to help with things like behaviors. Um, we And there's been studies that show um, that using personalized music for people who have agitation related to Alzheimer's disease and dementia can actually reduce those episodes of agitation and thus reducing the requirement or, or need for any kind of pharmacological um, treatment for that. So we can do something by reducing, using music to reduce the need for medication, which has a, a, a great benefit. Right. So you would say that music is a very important component intervention for those with Alzheimer's or dementia. Oh, absolutely. And so one of the things I think care partners, whether it's a spouse or child um, who is living with somebody who has dementia, when they learn that they can use music in this way that's very effective, um, they really hold on to it because it's a tool that's readily available to them. So if they have someone who's difficult to get out of out of their chair to use the toilet or to, to bathe, they can find an upbeat song that the person used to dance to and, you know, grab the person by the hand and start dancing and get them to move so that they can do other types of care. And there's been actually some studies that show even in, in a nursing home uh, where the CNA, the direct caregiver for that person who may be agitated during bathing or dressing, if they sing to that person or or put on a favorite song for that resident, that it's easier to take care of them. So there's tremendous benefit. In fact, my before the Institute was founded in 1995, I received a very large grant from New York State uh, Dementia Research. And it was a grant to look at quality of life programs for people with dementia. This was back in 1993. And so we looked at and studied the use of uh, familiar music in people with dementia. It was so successful that um, New York State 
started advocating for the use of personalized music and familiar music uh, with people with dementia throughout the system. So a care partner listening right now about music and what do they have available in their home to, to start that, to help interventions with their loved one? Well, there's actually a few programs. I, I don't want to sound like a commercial, but no, there's a there's a where we partnered uh, recently with a an app called Vera V E R A, and Vera is an app that a care partner can download. There's a a free thirty month trial, a thirty day trial. But um, this particular app, uh, the care partner fills out a intake form, basically um, the age of the person where they, um, country of origin, where they spent most of their childhood, types of music that they like, types of music that is relaxing to them, that's energizing. And then the Vera company has uh, a permission from Universal Music Group to then stream their large library of music. So on a tablet or on a phone, a care partner can bring up, you know, dad's, a favorite relaxing music, and in that moment, will stream immediately. Wow! Favorite so music, they and then a, they create a playlist on Vera. It's or it's on it's 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 it's, it's um, streaming, so it's going to just come up randomly. But mm-hmm. then the care partner, as they see more positive results, can can select that particular song as being a favorite. So if it, if your if your father starts singing and and really loves this song, then you can tick it so it comes up more often. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's Nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear.
That's K-N-I-X dot com. During the Right Rug Flooring Hello Summer Sale, you'll find savings throughout the store, all backed by the right price guarantee, including carpet with a lifetime stain warranty, only $159 installed with pad. That's right, $159 includes expert installation as soon as tomorrow. Visit rightrug.com, R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com to find a showroom near you or schedule a free in-home shopping appointment. Say hello to summer and save. Right Rug Flooring, right here, right now. Does someone have to be musically inclined to participate in music therapy? <laughs> no, not at, not at all. In fact, in fact, all of uh, so many philosophers, but all of us actually used to say this all the time that, that we are musical beings, and and our chemistry and on the electrical makeup of our body is all about. Um, rhythms and patterns and and responses to sound. So even if you're not musical, you respond to music. The only um, there are some contraindications that people should be aware of um, that people who may have a seizure disorder may have a seizure if certain types of rhythms are played or loud sounds or sudden sounds are played. So something to think about. People who have temporal lobe dementia many times have a change in the auditory perception of sound. And because of that, uh, even a piece of music that they absolutely loved years ago may sound like noise and static because of the change in the temporal lobe in their brain. And so if somebody is yelling and screaming, if you, even if you're playing their favorite piece of music, you may want to... if that person hasn't been diagnosed with temporal lobe dementia, they, you might want to check that because that's one of the indications that that area of the brain has been damaged. Something I, I talk to care partners a lot about is um, that there are, because music is such emotionally, um, so, so connected to our emotions, that we also have negative memories and associations with music. And so if there was a favorite song that um, your child had loved and then you lost that child or if you had a relationship with somebody and that ended those songs can bring up those memories and for a person with dementia sometimes it's hard for them to fully express that sense of loss and so the care partner has to just be very aware uh, of the possibility that a song can bring up negative responses which isn't bad if if they could deal with it and let the person you know, express those feelings. But for most care people, uh, care partners, it can be really challenging to deal with those types of behaviors and responses if they're very negative. Do you find that especially music therapy is especially connected um, or effective at end-stage Alzheimer's and dementia? Oh, abs- absolutely. Um, even, like I said, I've worked with people at, at very end stages and even when they're nonverbal, even when they seem like they're contracted and and can't move, um, if you sing a song to them or, or they listen to a song that that you know before they had responded positively to, you'll see a relaxing of their muscles. You'll see a relaxing of their face. Um, there's a sense of knowing, I believe, in, until that very last moment. I do too. Do you have a favorite story about connecting with someone with Alzheimer's dementia through music? There's there's a a, a woman that I wrote about in my dissertation who um, her, her medical record said she was born in the UK 
it didn't say Ireland, but but it said the UK. And she was at the point she was like pleasantly confused, but nonverbal. Um, and her family told me that she loved Irish Irish songs, and she loved James Cagney. And so I would play songs from you know um, George M. Cohen type songs as well as as some you know standard American Irish songs and periodic as she was listening to the music and she was mostly nonverbal would say things like um I gotta go gotta pick up the kids um and she would give an address and then there were like snippets of of places that you knew that she was recalling very specifically. And then when I told her kids, it, it was, I guess she was a child in Ireland, and it, she, in these little snippets was describing these very, very vivid images that were still available to her. That each time she heard the song, so each time she heard the song, it would open up another door or another window into a piece of her memory. And we were able to sort of unravel some of the places she lived in and things that she did as a child. <laughs> so as we're leaving, what would be one pearl of wisdom you could share with the uh, listeners or care partners about sharing music with others or with their loved ones? I think the best thing is for them to, to do it, you know, to really think about the role that music has played in their lives and their loved one's life. And especially if somebody's diagnosed with Alzheimer's and dementia, to start making those associations and collections of music early on. Um, I've done this with care partners um, where instead of just doing a photograph book, that they actually take the photograph or the person and pair a song, a favorite song with that person, early on in the diagnosis, because later on, when they no longer remember faces, they actually still have that association of that song to that person. I just really appreciate all this valuable information you've given to our listeners, especially our caregivers um, of, of those loved ones with um, experiencing Alzheimer's disease or dementia. Thank you so much for being my guest today. Thank you, Dan. Appreciate it. Well, that's it for us today. Thank you for listening. The Memory Whisperer is a production of iHeartRadio and the Seneca Women Podcast Network. It's produced by me, Dana Torito, in honor of Peggy and all those affected by Alzheimer's disease. I offer a special thanks to my audio editor, Blake Longlinay, and to Michael Andrews, a person with dementia who gave me permission to use his beautiful flute music for this podcast. For more information or to reach me directly, head on over to my website, thememorywhisperer.com. And for those struggling with a diagnosis, remember my motto, the more you know, the better it'll go. Blessings. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top ten for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention we have one of the top zoos in the country. 
So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. During the Right Rug Flooring Hello Summer Sale, you'll find savings throughout the store, all backed by the right price guarantee, including carpet with a lifetime stain warranty, only $159 installed with pad. That's right, $159 includes expert installation as soon as tomorrow. Visit rightrug.com, R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com to find a showroom near you or schedule a free in-home shopping appointment. Say hello to summer and save. Right Rug Flooring, right here, right now. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.